Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show for the start of another exciting week of the NRL Indigenous Round this weekend, which I know is a, a very proud round for so many members, whether they're uh, whether they're volunteers at clubs and players within the within the National Rugby League. Uh, exciting week, but a lot happened over the weekend. As I welcome a very good friend, Matty Rogers. How are you, Rat? I'm well, thanks. How are you? How was your weekend? I, you, you were down in Penrith, the reunion. Yeah, it was. Uh, so Penrith played Roosters, of course. So it was a 20 year reunion. And it was great. There's only two players that couldn't make it, which was Ryan Girdler. His, his father was turning 80, and uh, Preston Campbell. who doesn't come to a lot of the reunions, no, you know. No, Presto, he's, a bit, he's, he's, a, he's he's hard to track down. Yeah, on Presto. and he, he likes to be a bit of a recluse. Yeah, yeah. Presto, and everyone accepts that. But it was good. It was funny. Like we start off with a game of golf on Friday, and and then uh, went into the afternoon, went to that Drink West Brewery, which is owned by that Bam Bam Tuivasa, the oh, UFC, yeah, and Tyson yeah, yeah, Pedro and yeah. Nathan Cleary. That was really good with the fans and then to the game as well. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah it's like when you get together. Oh, mate, it's great. It's fun. And I think the older I get, the more I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You and know, you become like, a child again. Yeah, you, yeah. You sometimes have to remind yourself you're 50. Well, like, well, well some <laughs> probably haven't. Yeah. I haven't become adult yet. Yeah, <laughs> Like exactly. your captain. <laughs> yeah. Did you play golf? Did you play golf on the weekend? Or I played golf this morning. Any good? Mm, five over. No good. Oh, yeah. The show is brought to you by the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. And on the show tonight, we've got Sharks forward Toby Rudolph. Rat. Mm. No, it was actually you weren't here, were you? No, I wasn't. I didn't yeah, show, I didn't show it. Myself and Woogie caught up with him late last week. He's a great yeah. chat. He's out at the moment with a, with a toe injury. He should be back in the next four or five weeks. So he's a really entertaining chat. We've got a hot topic as well. Again, it's around the hip drop. Sorry, we apologise in advance. The Kia Top 7 from all the great performances over the weekend, which includes a world champion, an Australian mm. who won a world championship belt over the weekend. Yep. I, I watched the fight yesterday. It was absolutely outstanding. And Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland, some big events across Racing Queensland over the next few weeks. Now, let's get to some NRL news. And the Brisbane Broncos knocked off the top of the ladder by the Bunnies. Yeah, look, they, um, yeah, they, haven't, been, they haven't been great. The Bronx, they sort of looked a little bit dishevelled, obviously, the other week when they were without two of their best players. And then, you know, on the weekend, you know, I I just... Oh, come on. They hung in there without Reynolds. You wonder when the whips start cracking, do the cracks start appearing? There's some saying that they'll get exhausted. They'll get mentally and physically exhausted Mm. trying to maintain top position. I still think the way they played on Friday, without Pat Carrigan for 10 minutes, without Adam Reynolds for a large period of time... Makes me believe they can still win the comp. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think if they got everyone, cool. everyone fit and fit and firing, I think they're a massive threat. And the cows, they had their back-to-back wins, of course, as against the dragons, the the struggling dragons at oh, the moment. Didn't they look ordinary? Yeah, but I've got to say the, the cows conceded two or three tries while they had Late. player in the yeah, 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 in yeah. the sin bin as well, which is concerning. Mm. Uh, the big news coming out of the NRL rat is Craig Bellamy is going to be officially in charge for, in his 22nd season at the Melbourne Storm for 2024. He was going to finish 
this year. Did you did you did you get some audio of him? Did you? Yeah, yeah. He's officially resigned today, but uh, he did tell the players after the win against the Broncos on Friday night, and we've got audio from the dressing sheds when he did tell the players. I have to announce to you that I will never retire. <laughs> yeah. I've got too much juice left. Yeah, that was him. And that's the players, obviously, all the players. Oh, mate, There's a lot of them excited. There. There's mate, all the ex-players. All the ex-players, yeah. yeah. The 22 years of the players yeah. he's coached. <laughs> oh, Robbie Ross and uh, oh, Ben Rorty, they were all there. Matt Rua. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apparently reading into this, and many thought that even though he wanted to finish this year, eight weeks ago he said I was done and dusted. I had the bags packed. I'm yeah. ready to finish up. I've just had enough. But he said I... I just keep reminding myself and talking to people that have got out of coaching how much they miss the connection with the players each day. He said, I love coming to training each day. And Cam Munster about two weeks ago approached him and just said, coach, we don't want you to go anywhere. It's hard to turn, turn Mate, away players you've raised like that, isn't it? I talked about this. You know, I had the pleasure of talking to the Cronulla Sharks this week, and we'll talk a bit, bit, bit more about that later. But, um, and that's one thing I said to the players, like those moments you get, like the, the the thing I miss most about not playing is just being away from that group, that that feeling you get within that dressing room that if you could bottle it and you could sell it, you'd be a billionaire. Like yep. just for every, you just want that feeling, and you and it's unique. It's unique to that environment. Um, or unique to that team sport environment that you fight for. Um, yeah. So you know, good on him. You know, I mean, you can still do it. So why wouldn't you? Exactly. And I, I heard Phil Gould. He ran into him in the tunnel after one of the Channel 9 games or before one of the Channel 9 games and Phil Gould said, don't retire. you got still plenty left in you. And when you, when you retire, it's really difficult to mm. to get that uh, back. Now, that decision, it decides what sort of the domino effect it's going to have at mm. the Dragons. And and many thought that Jason Riles will take on at Mel- take the job on at Melbourne or would he take the job on at the Dragons. I'm hearing Ben Hornby mm. at the Dragons. We could hear anything as close as tomorrow. Mm. With um with Anthony Griffin, but I think with Bellamy staying for another year, I think that sets the scene for Jason Riles, who comes off contract at the end of next year for the Roosters. He's done a fair apprenticeship, hasn't he? He has under some pretty rock yeah. solid coaches. Mm. So, now you just mentioned we're going to get to it later on. We'll get to it now. Steve Rogers Cup was mm. played yesterday, which is the clash between the Sharks and Manly at Brookie. Sharks they retain the cup and they'll play them again. On the return? Yeah, 21st, 21st round. 21st round? Yeah, 21st. So when did the, can you remember when the Steve Rogers – and this – sorry, because your dad, the great sludge Rogers, didn't play for Manly, but it's it's in honour of the two grand finals. Am I correct? Yeah, had, had a lot of great friends at Manly and, um, you know, the great Bozo and, and you know, Peter Peters and Les Boyd. And they're all very, very close. We used to holiday with those families when we were kids um, and both um, – I guess parties of the clubs got together, you know, many years ago and, and decided that, you know, after dad had passed, I need to, you know, keep my dad's name alive. And it's great for us. It's great for the family. It's great for the grandkids. great for the kids. Um, and he, do you get involved? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, well, well, ever since, you know, well, yeah, I have been involved sporadically, but ever since Fitzy's taken over, he's really engaged me uh, every year to speak to the players, to let them know how important it is to us. Um, and it is because, you know, I mean, He's got great grandkids now that you know are going to be watching that game for many mm. years to come. We've never never met him, never didn't know anything about him unless we share it with him, and that just you know I guess gives us the opportunity to share how important you know uh, their grandfather was and 
and their um, great grandfather were to the game of rugby league. And you spoke to the Sharks players. Spoke to the was Sharks. It Friday. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on Saturday, captain's run. Okay. So yeah. just in their team meeting, they sort of beamed me in and chat to the boys. And yeah, that's awesome. Good. Yeah, really. Cool. I love that. Yeah, it was amazing. I love it. And then, then after the game, I'm on FaceTime in the meeting with with Fitzy talking to the team about the importance of it, and then the team song. So well, the, all the family were in the. In my uh, TV room, we're all singing the song, you know, on FaceTime down the camera. So I love the coaches that embrace the history of a club. Mm. I love it. It means it means so much to not only your your coaching, um, your prowess, but the credibility you have as well with the playing group. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Outstanding. Well done, Rat. Well done to the Rogers family. Let's get to a break after the break. Cronulla Sharks forward Toby Rudolph. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Out to his left, back to the right. Toby Now, you had surgery uh, back at the start of April on that, that toe toe injury, foot slash toe injury. What's, How, it, what's it called? What's the injury called? Great toe. Is that right? It's no. called great toe or something? That's, that's You guys need to read between the lines for more. It's incorrect. Uh, no, it is turf toe. Pretty much did turf toe. Turf toe. Turf toe is where you just kick the ground. Is that right? Hard. Um. That's why well, you can, you know, you can kick the turf. I don't know if that's exactly turf toe. Um, turf toe is essentially ligaments in your big toe that become irritated. So usually it's an overuse injury, uh, but somehow I managed to sort of get it out in one big hit uh, where I required surgery. So I ripped some ligaments off the bone in the big foot. Couldn't tell you what bones they were. They were very <laughs> medical sounding, so I can't really remember. Toe yep. bones. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the best injury. The metatarsal. Now, your good mate Liam Knight, uh, you must have been proud of him seeing him back on the field out at Wagga playing second grade a couple of weeks ago and then getting back into the NRL last week. Yeah, 100%. I was, I don't even know, I was stupidly proud. I mean, you know, he and I were sort of discussing and he was getting asked that right and said, oh, when are you going to be back playing first grade? And, you know, the general sort of throw-up response three or four weeks, which he and I both sort of were, were discussing, thinking that'd be sort of around when he would be back. But he did enough in, in that one game in Wagga and they had a few injuries and a few... Um, a bit of stuff on with players, not being able to make going up to Brisbane. So he got the call up straight away and did quite well in his first game. I sort of saw some snippets and um, it's really good to see him being back to where he belongs, playing in top grade and excelling doing so. Mate, um, that was a that was a big loss to the Dolphins. Not 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 just on the scoreboard, but they, just they pride wise, yeah, pride yeah. wise on, on the weekend. How's that being handled uh, around the club this week? Yeah, look, obviously I'm not um, in the everyday sort of uh, nitty-gritty team meetings and stuff anymore, being injured, but um, it was addressed and it, it wasn't the best performance. We're trying to sort of search for reasons why. It just seems that on the night, whether it was, you know, Wayne's 100th or whatever it was, that the Dolphins were keen to play, we were ready and to go, and we weren't. Um, they, they hit us in the mouth and we had no response, and, uh, you know, you can't win comps and that sort of stuff, and it's it's been a... Bit of an internal review, not the end of the world. You know, you can't lose comps this time of year. You can't win them either. So, look, on the next week versus Manly this week on 
Saturday, I believe, and um, looking to put what we've learned from that game in place into action on Saturday. So you're not around the club. What, what are you doing? What, what, how, apart from talking to us, how are you filling in your time? I caught up with three people today for coffee, separately. <laughs> I had three coffees today. Usually I don't drink coffee, so my guts are a bit hairy going at the moment. Um, that's one way. Also, lots of Nintendo. I've got a few young mates uh, where I live in Maruba that, that come around and play a bit of Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, and also have a dog that needs to walk. So that's yeah. sort of where my time gets fitted up. Yeah, nice, nice. Now, we interviewed one of your teammates, Blake Braley. Great interview, great kid. He He's was. caused some little bit, of, little bit of cheek. controversy, little bit of cheek. So we we went through and asked him a, a few questions um, outside of on the field, and one of the questions around mm. who's the teammate that you think could get up in front of a crowd and do a comedy skit. Now, just listen to this, Toby. This is his response. If you're all in a comedy club, okay, you're all sitting there, and the comedian for the night that you're going to watch suddenly falls ill, and the the host of the night says, is there anyone in the crowd that can get up on stage and keep the crowd entertained telling jokes for 10 or 15 minutes? Who from the Cronulla Sharks would be that person? Oh, that's so easy. Toby Rudolph. (laughs) He just... He's he's both weird and funny, and <laughs> the jokes definitely won't be PG. Oh, he'll get butt naked. He'll get he'll do anything he can just to make the crowd laugh. It's always a good time. So, is that true or false? You just love your nudity. Fact, true. <laughs> uh, he's a great oh, kid. Okay, God. there's going to be a question after this, but this is also Blake Braley talking about. I said, yeah, who's the king of who's the king of Cronulla? And then I said, you know, has, yeah. has Nico got any, any negatives about him? This is his response. You're living in the Shire, great yeah, place yeah. to live. Uh, who's the king of the Shire? Obviously, it's hard to go past Nico Hines. He's, you can catch him most days down at the water um, with his shirt off, tanning, with yeah. a fire bowl. He's, <laughs> he's living it up at the moment. He's got that Heath Ledger look about him, hasn't he? The, oh, he does. Hair. Yeah. There's got to be something that's negative about him. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if there's anything too much, but maybe his hygiene. He's um, yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty yeah. well known not to shower. I think um, that wet hair look is actually some sweat and grease that's just <laughs> built up over time. So yeah. if anything, it's probably that. Okay, so the question is, if you had to put Blake Braley and Nico Hines into a cage match, Ooh. who wins the fight? The battle of the bad teeth, eh? Yeah. Um, geez, <laughs> I'd have to... <laughs> Battle of the Braces. Um, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to go Blake. Um, purely because Blake plays in the middle every week, tackling 110 kilo blokes when he's only 80 kilos himself. Yep. He's a little tenacious bulldog. He has admitted to me that he can throw them before. Nico has not. Nico did grow up in the Central Coast, in Yamaha, where it is a bit rough and tumble. But Blake grew up in the bad streets of Menai in the Shire. So I'm going to have to give it to my main man, Blake Braley. Uh, okay, now, when Toby Rudolph's watching movies and he's got a choice of any genre, action, thriller, rom-com, true crime, what's the go-to genre? Probably, probably, um, what do you call it? Animation, like Disney, Disney oh, movies okay. and stuff. Really? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love, they're my favourites, I reckon, of all time. But if, if we're talking adult proper movies, uh, comedy or rom-com, I do like to laugh and fall in love, but who doesn't, you know? Yeah. Hey, okay. just, I'm just going back to that cage fight. Yeah. Would Cam McGuinness be the uh, the referee controlling the fight? If we're talking bad teeth, mm. is he controlling the fight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, he'd be the adjudicator, the referee, and the official. <laughs> okay, late night snack. It's 2.30. The Sharkies just had a great win on a Friday night. And Toby Rudolph gets the three or the six Dallian points now. And you're just you're just pumping. And you're heading down to Northies, wherever you're going to go. And then it's 2.30 in the morning. You're starting to head home. I better go get some sleep. Got rehab tomorrow. I've got a pizza shop. I've got a kebab shop. Which one does Toby Rudolph go to? Well, usually kebab shops sell pizza slices. So I've got to go to the kebab shop. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. You're a pizza man. Also, I love garlic a... sauce as well. <laughs> Are you, am I a pizza man? You're a, I'm, no, you're a, I'm a pizza, I'm a kebab, I'm a ch- Chico Roll's the finest of the fast food. Mm. Now, what's the return date? What what round are we looking at? Round 11 this week? What What's the uh, what's the best looking yeah. round for you? So it's either going to be round 16 or 18 because we have a bye round 17. Um, so round 16, if all things are going well and I'm feeling good and uh, I'm able to, to play, or round 18 if, if not. Round 18 is the sort of back-ended date. Hey, mate, listen, best of luck with the rest of that recovery. We've got to get you back out on the footy field, and you are no doubt bored. Oh, you'll be humming for the finals. How good's that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let the boys do all the groundwork throughout the season, get you to the finals, bang, no, in you come. And take all the glory. Exactly. Yeah. Clive Churchill <laughs> yeah, medal. That's a love it. Yeah. That's how you do it, Clean mate. As. <laughs> mate, we appreciate We know you're flat out at the moment. you yeah. got, you got so much on your plate. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate you taking our call again <laughs> on Sports Day, Toby. Oh, no worries, boys. We've got heaps of calls to answer now, so I've got to go, away. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> go See and you, do mate. your tax. Yeah. See you, mate. Super busy. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Uh, welcome back to the show. Yeah, hope you enjoyed that chat with Toby Rudolph. He's a real character, mm, uh, both on and off the field. He's a bit of a throwback, actually. I, oh, I like yeah. uh, I like the uh, the angle he comes at with you with life and rugby league. And he's uh, he's always. I think he's gonna have a real good a really good uh, job in the media post rugby league. Oh yeah, he built up a real profile for mm. himself. Now let's get to a hot topic. Thanks to Suncorp, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. Now, what are we going to go with, Pat Carrigan? Yeah, we'll do a little bit of Pat Carrigan. I think Pat Carrigan. Did he deserve the sin bin? Is that what you're going to ask? Yeah. Yeah. No. So this is the game against all the way back on Thursday night. Thursday night? Yeah, against Melbourne. He was sin bin for 10 minutes at a crucial time of the game. 10 all. 10 all. Mm. And... And has not been fined and has not going to receive any suspensions, any charges whatsoever. It's the overreaction. Yeah. You know, like he, he, he swung around, but he didn't land on his legs. It's it's like it's like if you have a swinging arm and you miss someone completely. Like, are, you, are they going to penalise you? Like, we've seen that, right? There's different. Someone ducks or, you know, someone falls and someone goes over the top of the swinging arm, misses. Like, they don't get penalised. He missed him. There's a difference between Pat Carrigan, Jackson Hastings last year, mm. contact, Twist, drop the body on the back of the heels, yeah. bad, and mm. deserved what he got on the yeah. sideline. Yeah. And then, then there's the the situation we saw on Thursday night, where a bigger, more powerful player beats you in the tackle, and physics takes Pulled over. Pulled him off his feet, basically. Yeah, physics he, he takes over, and basically you end up at the back of the player. Now, I don't know. I know we have a lot of stoppages in the game. I don't think we have as many as what people think there is. But I think if if it's all about trying to eradicate 
this from the game and you're unsure about it, the bunker is there. I think we time off. I'm not quite sure about it. I saw the player. Because Graham Annesley saying, listen, these guys are trying to make decisions in real time at breakneck speed. And he's right. So, so to try the players. To, yeah, but to, to try and eradicate it, to, I think time off. Listen, I saw Pat Carrigan around the back of the heels. I'm not quite sure. Can you have a look at it? Nothing wrong with it? Okay, play the ball. Nelson Estoffa Salamana. Tackle three. Let's go. Well, they, they stop play to make them back up two metres to play the ball. Exactly. So I think there's a way that we can try and find a fine line in between. Yeah. But it means stopping the game for a little bit. Well, we don't want to ruin games. That's the thing. And that, you know, argue, arguably, you know, ruin the game. Yeah. The NRL just need to come out and blanketly say, look, if there's any weight on the legs, if you land your body on the legs, it's a hip-drop tackle. If you deliberately yeah. put yourself in that dangerous position. But if, if you – I don't even want to use the word careless when it's – well, it's just purely by accident that yeah. because of the power of the player beating you in the tackle. You can see when it's by accident. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, like anyone who's played the game at a decent enough level, will, you can see when it's an accident. And this is what I, I want to know who is advising the referees and the, and the rule makers, you know, Graham Annesley and co, who's advising them about these tackles? Is it someone or a group of players? Is it the coaches or ex-players? The referee coaches. Graham Annesley and the referees get in a room. <laughs> they, they just try to tackle each other. Well, he actually <laughs> responded today to a uh, discrepancy between the referees. Yep. And this is what he had to say. Graham, are you frustrated that there's still instances where there's a large discrepancy between what the bunker determine a hip drop is or just whether they determine something's a hip drop and what the match review committee determine one to be? Well, I'm, I'm uh, frustrated when errors are made, yeah. Uh, I don't believe it's because of any misunderstanding uh, because we've spent a lot of time with both the referees and the match review committee on what is a hip drop and what is not. So I'm frustrated when there are errors made. And these are errors that... Um, uh, a, they're unacceptable. We don't want to see them happen. Uh, but you know, no one's trying to make errors. They look at these things. They look at them quickly. They get a very short period of time to review them, and they come up with a decision. And as we know, uh, most times they'll get those decisions right. Sometimes they get them wrong. Now, people will say, well, how can they get that wrong? When they look at that, how can they see a hip drop in that? And, and to be honest, you know, I can't give you a legitimate answer to that other than the fact that when they looked at it in the, in the time frame that they had to look at it, as I said, there were, there were th three elements of a hip drop there except where the body weight landed. Uh, and, uh, and that is the most critical oh factor because three, players grabbing and swinging. And three drop. elements of a hip drop other, <laughs> other than, than the drop. <laughs> so basically he's saying that Pat Carrigan put himself in a hip drop position but, but he didn't execute it properly. Yeah. Well, well here's that's the thing, That's completely right? wrong. It, well, well, isn't it like what? That, that's what he wants? If you get yourself in that position, you've got to get yourself out of it. Is that not what he wants? Like, what do you, what do you, does he want him to – like, he let him go. He didn't pull him in to drag himself into him. He was out to the side of him. He did exactly what you should do if you're in that position. And then he gets sent off. <laughs> There's nothing else he could have done in nothing. that situation. Nah. Nothing. It's ridiculous. Else. Nah, exactly. Exactly. What do you think? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Do you think he was hardly done by, or are the referees taking the right stance? Make sure you're Queensland covered. Search SunCorp Insurance for a quote today. That's the SunCorp spirit. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, some great some great moments over the weekend. Uh, not only in rugby league, but also off the rugby league field. And Rat, let's start with number seven. Yeah, number seven. Ronald Bolkman shows his class in the Warriors colours as New Zealand gets a job over the doggies. Bolkman kicks, kicks again. Six more. Bolkman picks it up, scores the try. Just what the doggies didn't want. The Warriors celebrate. And now the scoreline, 22-6. That might be it. Yeah, it was it. It was it. They tried to fight back, but no good. Val Holmes, number six. He's getting used to doing this. Slots of two-point field goals. The Cowboys spoil Ben Hunt's 300th. It's the plan. They've put up a few statues. Back to Townsend. Now back to Holmes for the two-pointer. Big bomb from Valentine Holmes. Hello. Great concept, 40-metre field goal. Good to have that in form coming into origin, I tell you. Number five, Jerome Hughes puts it on a dime for Will Warbrick to claim his second try as Melbourne make it 13 in a row over the Broncos. Here's the chance, Hughes. This is still the first. Jerome puts a kick across Warbrick, catches oh. the ball from Melbourne. <laughs> Terrific try. He rolled the dice, Jerome Hughes, on play one. And Warbrick picks up number two. He's good. Isn't he, Will Warbrick? Number mm. four, the Panthers on Friday night reminded everyone why they are a premiership threat still with the annihilation. Good ball, Sorensen. Sorensen gets through. Over the top to Peachy. The Peach throws a dummy. Tyrone Peachy gets hit around the corner. And there's another one. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, they certainly flex their muscles. Number three, the Bunnies go to the top of the ladder with a shutout win of the Tigers. Both tries today scored by him. Here's a hot oh, yeah. hand. It's a hot hand. It's a long hand. And it's a winning hand. Latrell Mitchell ices the results. Oh, lucky you read the right word oh, there on the run sheet. Instead of shut, it was there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number two, and I love this. I watched this yesterday. After three world title attempts, Aussie Jason Maloney claimed yeah. the world bantamweight title in California yesterday. From the land down under, yeah. Jason Mayhem Maloney. They tried to rob him. Jason Maloney's the world champion. It's the bottom line. They did try and rob him, one of the judges, and his brother Andrew fights for a world title in Vegas, yeah, his twin yeah. brother, this Very weekend. Good. Number one. Number one. Kalen Ponga answers his critics yesterday with an amazing performance to spear the Knights to a much-needed win over the Titans. Fast on his feet too. Speaking of fast on his feet, Ponga is cutting them to ribbons. Now he takes Campbell on. Kalen Ponga. What a game he is having. There's his best play. He took on Jaden Campbell, the speed merchant, and him on the outside. Yeah, great performance it was by the man coming to Origin. That's the Kia Top 7 for the weekend. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV available now at your nearest Kia dealer. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, what are you gambling with? And Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland joins us one on what was a huge weekend, Chris, with uh, the Dooman 10,000. How are you? I'm going well, thanks, Sats. So good evening to you. Good evening, Matty. It was a, it was a ripper of a weekend. We had the Dooman 10,000, as you mentioned, with Giga Kick uh, winning the big race. And gee, I tell you what, you wouldn't mind a share in Giga Kick. That was his 10th start, his second group one. He's won an Everest as well. He is a, uh, a star, is Giga Kick. And yeah, he won pretty convincingly, like most of us thought he would. Maybe not the margin, but uh, I think he had a bit left in the tank on the line. And he was, uh, he was all the rage there, and uh, it was good to see a horse of the calibre of uh, Giga Kick up here for the carnival. Mate, did, were, were there people like surrounding his, um, his stable and getting around the, yep. the, the ring just to see him? Because it is a, it's, it's a real treat having a horse of this quality running up in Queensland. Impressive-looking horse, yeah, too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were, definitely. And uh, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen social media posts people uh, with phone shots of uh, you know, videos on their phone of him walking around the mounting yard. Uh, with the jockey up, Craig Williams. So, yeah, he, it's, you get those horses there and it draws people to the races. It just makes it more interesting when you have the stars like Zaki the week prior uh, and we'll have Zaki again this week. But uh, no, it's great to see the big the big names on track and that's what we saw on Saturday and he didn't let anyone down. What are some of the other uh, big outcomes? Well, special sway. Uh, Sats won the, uh, the rough habit plate. Now, Kovalika was all the rage until Saturday morning when he came out as a scratching in that race. Foot abscess, but he'll go around now in the Doombin Cup on Saturday, which adds some more flavour uh, to the Doombin Cup. He's the, the Derby favourite, and he'll go to the Doombin Cup. Should he uh, come through that okay, then he'll go on to the Derby seven days later. So a quick backup there for Kovalika, but special sway. Uh, the stable mate to Kovalika won the uh, rough habit at $26, a Kiwi that we hadn't seen before, won a maiden at Matter Matter. Last start, transferred to Chris Waller, and Chris Waller produced the magic there, and the ride from Tyler Schiller was a beauty. Uh, the Vows from the Toby and Trent Edmonds stable on the Gold Coast ran second. It was a very, very good effort heading towards the derby. Yeah, mate, and it doesn't stop yet for Queensland. What's, nope. uh, what's happening this week? And uh, I know there's another big week planned. There is. Uh, we've got racing kicking off this week at Ipswich. Rockhampton, that's oh, Wednesday. Rockhampton on Thursday. Townsville Friday. Saturday, of course, is Doombin. That's our main meeting. I'll get back to that one in a moment. Uh, Aquas Park on the Poly Track, the Gold Coast. We've got a tab meeting at Nanango on Saturday as well. Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone and Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Now, that Doombin meeting on Saturday, as I mentioned, the Group 1 Doombin Cup will feature Zaki again, so that'll be exciting. Uh, the Roses, the Group 2 Roses for the three-year-old fillies heading towards the Oaks, the BRC Sprint. Uh, group three, which is a golden ticket race into the Stradbroke. So you win that and you're in, plus another uh, or a bunch of other uh, listed and group races. So a really good day coming up at Doom and guys, I just hope the weather does the right thing by us. Who will open up as the favourite? Will it be Zaki? Yep, it'll yep. be Zaki, but uh, gee, Kovalika is a wild card. We just didn't expect to see Kovalika go around in the Doom and Cup. So that adds, uh, adds some real interest to the race, but... I don't know, guys. I think I'll have to stick with Zaki at this early stage. Yeah, nice. Mm. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Chrissy Nelson, let's talk to you during the week. 
Look forward to it, guys. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, time to wrap the show up. And, Rat, you love your golf. And there was a great day for Australia today. Oh, mate, what a day. Um, Jason Day winning the Byron Nelson, collecting a cool 1.7 million US. Nice. And, uh, Adam that's, Sc- a, that's a PGA tournament. PGA tournament, yeah. yeah big tournament. And uh, Adam Scott in form, um, finishing top 10, finishing eighth. So what do you finish off with Jason Day? Now he shot nine under, 23 under he finished. Oh, and yeah. Adam Scott, Scott. Scotty was 19 under. Had an eight under last round. So nine, he... 19 under and you can't win a comp. Yeah, it's hard going. Hey? Hard How good's that? Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a great Monday. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Make sure you join us tomorrow night for Sats and Rat Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.